Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio with us this morning, he's back, special guest, co-host, my friend, Stephen Jenkins. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, JJ, it's an honor and a privilege to be back. You uh, are the man. Thanks I, for being I, here. I, I don't get invited back to places often. So. <laughs> it's, al- it's, always, it's always a test of something, really, right? It's a I mean, test, it's a test of, of our something. friendship. That's really right. <laughs> Thank well, you for having me. It's well, a pleasure to be here. Well, th- thanks for being here. Uh, James is out today, and uh, Stephen was on the show when we were back in the radio studio days. Yeah. Sometime last yeah. year, I mean, it was probably early, it was a year ago that maybe you were on the it show. It was actually almost a year, was JJ, it? and it was such a privilege to be on. I really appreciate what you do, the service you offer to the community, um, an opportunity for people to think and, and discuss. Yeah, well, thanks for being here. I'm excited to have you on the show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, perhaps it's on radio, podcast, Facebook Live. We, we do our show on Facebook Live, so there's lots of places you can be catching us. Wherever you're at, thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Every single week, we bring to you the insights mm. and inspirations to living different. Yeah, We, we say live different. That's, yeah. that's, that's our new little tagline. It's, it's been around now for maybe six weeks or so, and I it's really that. stuck. It's just live different. There's there's a lot more coming for us with that live different. At a time where you can be anything, um, the one thing you don't want to be is be boring. Don't <laughs> don't be like everybody else. I mean, the mass is the whole group thing. Yeah. Think for yourself. I think uh, Apple and Steve Jobs, that whole think thing. Different. Think different. Be different. I wonder if we're going to get in some trouble after a while. Nah, not a, I do don't you think, think they, so. Do you think they trademark the different I, world? I think, or just think you different? had it first. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. You could take just about any word and put it in front of different, and it exactly. means something. It does. Because um, you're right. I So, so many people, uh, we're in a society now, at least in the United States, for the most part, where you can live very comfortably. You and I were talking about yeah, this yeah. Uh, right before we started the show this morning, about it's so easy just to stay comfortable and... I think in our heart of hearts, in our soul, actually, we crave something different in our life, and we have dreams and aspirations, and those turns in, those turn into goals. I mean, one of the Live Different shows we did was on aspirations, mm. and those turn into goals. And then you wake up the next day, and you know you need to do that one different thing, and you just don't do it. It's like all these things culminate into one action in your life, and you just let it go right by. Well, I've, I've found passion in the idea that... Um, Learn something new every day. Challenge yourself. Mm. Comfortability is not. Muscle's not made by sitting around doing anything. And I think we live our lives. I think the unexamined life, I think um, not challenging yourself uh, to to grow. Um, Fear is good. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, I think our cemeteries are full of potential, uh, you know, unexamined That's potential. That's folks. Someone told me, they said, most people die at 30. They just don't put the body in the grave until 65. Oh, wow. That's so true. I mean, we've settled. I mean, we, we're done. The house, the car, the comfortability, and I'm not just saying that it's about building stuff. It's about uh, living out the capacity that you have. Each and every one of us are unique mm-hmm. and different. And you've actually... You're here to serve a purpose, find out what that purpose is, um, and uh, your gifts is what you have, your talent is what you use to serve other people. And 
when you're talking about the graves, many people at the age of 30 have anchored themselves into a certain life, and we're talking about anchors today. That's that's our word for today, yeah. our anchors. When when I asked Stephen to be on the show, uh, we frequently asked, how do you get the topics for your show? Well, um, I wish I, I could say we have this, this tight-knit process that we use to figure it out, but really... It's what's in the front of our minds. What what do we feel like people are talking about? Or I often will just ask someone, hey, what do you think that the, that, that watch the show, that know mm-hmm. the show, what do you think we should do our show on this week? And a word just comes out of their mouth, and I, I think that's that. absolutely perfect. I so when I have a guest co-host, my, my the first question they usually ask is, what am I talking mm-hmm. about? And my question always back is, what do you want to talk about? Exactly. Like, what's on your heart? What's on your mind? Yeah. And, and you, you threw off about three things, but they were really all... Um, anchoring, anchoring. It's like, what are you anchored to? Was it just jumped out at me? It's like, oh, that is because I'd not thought about that. My my, so my experience with the word anchors and anchoring goes back to probably my college days, where and I can't even remember who this was that I was talking to about this. That it was easy to identify the people that were anchoring you down, like yeah. that person is your yeah. anchor. And it was always in a negative. Like the, the word anchor yeah. was a negative. <laughs> yeah, that person's holding you back. And I think that's very common in that phase of life when you get into your late teens and your early 20s, you're really holding on to a lot of friends and people in your life that are truly holding you oh, back. Yeah. Albatross. They're just on a different path yeah. in life. I'm not saying they're good or bad people. They're just on a different path, but we hold on to that. And then another phase that we happen... Uh, or, or we have anchors is when we get married, right? We have some people that anchor us into the use single a, life. I wouldn't term that. I would not the wife, not, not the anchor, right? I know. No. It, so I just caught myself. Thanks for helping me uh, stay out of trouble on that one. Grounding would be a better. Okay, <laughs> it's it's just we have these phases in life where we have different people that come and go yeah. and and anchor us into these dogmas of our past. Yeah. Uh, they anchor us into the status quo. And when you brought up this this topic, I immediately started to do some research on mm-hmm. it. And and I didn't realize that anchoring is actually something in the world of psychology. Mm-hmm. Like this this yes. there's something called anchoring bias. Yeah. This is a thing that folks, you are dealing with this very second. Like everybody deals with anchoring biases every second yeah. of their life. Your it, default mode. It is a it is a default mode. And you can get re- it's 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 very heavy in the financial world. Whenever you're deciding what to invest in, and we make some really poor decisions based on strictly our previous experiences. And I think the anchor is wonderful if you want to be stationary. It's a grounding. Yeah. But if you're going somewhere, you have to pull up anchor. So mm-hmm. when do you let down anchor? When do you pull up anchor? When I also oh, think that's of a anchor, huge decision. Uh, that, that, that when is it time to move on? Uh, you know. Uh, and you, you certainly don't want to start the boat up dragging the anchor. You're not getting really far, and it's holding you back. Yeah. Um, so when do I need to? But the great thing is when a storm comes, often you pull up the anchor and go out to sea yeah. and weather the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so it, this whole anchoring thing, it, it matters in psychology, but also matters really in, in our spiritual life. It, it matters in our family life. It, it matters everywhere. And, and here's the definition that I found. Anchoring occurs when, during decision-making, an individual relies on an initial piece of information mm-hmm. to make subsequent judgments. I mean, yeah. folks, that's us all the time. I mean, we're yeah. always relying on something that we already feel like we know and have to make that next decision. 
And and it's very subconscious. And we are here today as a result of all these little decisions we've made. I think I read somewhere that the average person makes ten thousand decisions a day. Yeah, I I was getting ready to say ten thousand decisions a day. And you do them subconsciously. All all the time. Yeah, I mean you're deciding where to go next. I mean, it's just there's just so many options that we have, right? So this is a very, very powerful concept. And uh, th- this was a quote that I got from one of our eternal resources of good knowledge, Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> Those objects near the anchor tend to be assimilated toward it. Hmm. And those further away tend to be displaced in the other direction. And when I read this, I thought of a magnet, right? Yeah. You know, if you've got something that's magnet, if we are magnetized towards something, if we're magnetized towards that anchor... We really like the anchor. It yeah. looks good to us. It makes sense to us. It brings us a lot of value. It's created a lot of good things for us in our life in the past. We are just magnetized towards, towards that. It. Maybe it's a person. It's Maybe an attraction. It's, a place. It, it's it, an attraction. It draws you. Whether it's good for us or not, we have decided it's good yeah. for us. Exactly. So then, then you get to that other side of that magnet, the repelling, right? Yeah. That there's anchors in our life that we are repelled towards. And or repelled from, sorry, yeah, trying to keep yeah. my grammar straight here. <laughs> and what starts to happen is there's momentum in this, Stephen. Yeah. Like we are, we are when, when something is magnetizing us, we are like on the fast track to coming towards it. But on the other direction, if we were repelled by it, we're on the fast track to go yeah. away from it. So the question we have for you all today is, how do you know if you're even be, being magnetized or repelled by the right anchors? Like these things that we have established in our life yeah. that are incredibly powerful to us, to our souls and our hearts. How do we know we've bet on the right one? Amen. How do you know? Well, uh, you know, the, the Marie Kondo, everybody's doing this Marie Kondo. I've heard of her. The joy thing? Yeah, the joy thing. Does it yeah, bring yeah. you joy? And yeah, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to use that. I'm going to pull that in. Are the things that are anchoring your life bringing you fulfillment? Mm-hmm. Do you wake up in the morning feeling... Um, passionate about what's your life, or are you merely existing? Yeah. Um, I mean, there are things in our lives that are holding us back, and uh, and if you don't, maybe you, you want to ask somebody else, ask somebody that's close to you, um, because you might be doing things just out of ritual. I think a lot of times we just... Um, that's the way we've always done it. Yep. Um, uh, you know, this is the way. I don't know any other way um, to do it. But I tell you, uh, and I think also the fear of failure paralyzes people, the fear of trying something new. Um, but that's also the place of breakthrough, yeah. um, the ability to say, I'm going to do it this way. And just because, the, I, I'll tell you this, uh, JJ, the majority's never been right. <laughs> I, I can't find a time That's in history true. where the majority is right. We look back, quite frankly, and we see some of the foolish uh, decisions we've made as groups. Um, so the independent thinker, the ability... You don't have to go far, by the way. Oh, you don't have to go far. You can pick up the paper, the newspaper. Yep. Yeah. People still do that? <laughs> no, they, they, they tune in to us to get that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and this leads me to something else I realized or found out about anchoring is that we are usually anchored towards the first and last experiences we've had with something, mm. whether it's the first... And you know where I see this most is people with public speaking. Yeah. If you think about the very first time that you had to stand up in front of a group of people and speak, sometimes it's at church, sometimes yeah. it's somewhere in school, 
you never really had a chance to practice that. Yeah. I mean, in front of that many people. people. There's, there's really no such thing as practicing that in front of a lot of people. You either are or you aren't. And when you think about the first time you ever stood up and did that, for most people, like 99% of the population, it was very painful, it was very yeah. anxious, and we never forget that. And then you go to the last time you did it, which is probably not as painful as it was. But if you're anchoring to the first experience and you're anchoring to the last yeah. experience, what you're not doing is you're not realizing all the the improvement that you've made. You're, you're not realizing the journey that you've yeah. been on. And I think, I'd love your opinion on this. I think most people anchor themselves in the first experience they had with something or somebody, especially people. Well, I think it builds a pattern <clears throat> in your life. I think that the first time you've had a success or a failure, if you're not careful, you can own that and that will predicate how you live your life. Um, so I think it's important to go back and examine what were those. So let's talk a little bit about these things that we get anchored to. And, and these were my thoughts in thinking about this topic. First, I, in, in no particular order, we get anchored to people. And this is very quickly evidenced by our research question this week. I went to social media and said, what are, the, what are you anchored to in life? Mm. Most people said something related to a person. Yeah. I'm anchored to my family. I'm anchored to my kids. Um, there's, yeah. And there's many, there's many reasons why my people his, get anchored. My history. Tell me about my it. My past. Yep. Um, with people, right? I, my past with people. I mm -hmm. mean, uh, your family, for better or for worse. Um, and, 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 and I think the work, where do you find your identity? Yep. So let's, on, on this people thing of it, this is an easy, I think this is an easy one to realize how we get anchored in a positive way. We get anchored to, to our kids. We love our kids, right? We get anchored to our friends. We, we enjoy, we pick them, yeah. right? We picked our friends. We enjoy being with our friends. Then we have negative anchors in our life, which yeah. are sometimes the people we didn't get to pick, Stephen. <laughs> family our, members. Our family members, right? Our mom, our dad, our yes, brothers, yeah. sisters. Yes, we do. And unfortunately, and I, I, I run into this often. I, well, I shouldn't say often. If I run into it once, it's too often, in my so, opinion. Some people don't enjoy their children, especially when they become adults and they become estranged from yeah, their, their children. Yeah. So these these people are seen as negative anchors. And remember, yeah. we said it's it's you're either magnetized towards it or repelled by it. So sometimes our family members repel us. Yeah. And and sometimes you have to uh, put some space in there for your own well-being. Um, just because I'm blood related to you doesn't mean that. I mean, the anchor could be bringing you down. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that's that's what anchors do. The, the relationship right? has to be evaluated. Um, I think that we're all adults, and I think you know what I want to do. I, one of the philosophies I've always had is that I want to leave everywhere I go better than I found it. This reminds me of a quote I found. Cannot find it attributable to anybody, so it's ours it's now. Me, it's, ours. it's ours today. It's ours. Is an anchor is made to hold you steady, not drag you down with it. Yeah. And that's where we get into a lot of trouble with See. other people. Is we consider that person is dragging us down. But what yeah. if that person came into your life just to hold you steady? And you don't like that. Well, I tell you, the uh, anchor on the boat is great. The anchor around your neck 
It's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so we have to have another conversation on where that anchor is on your yeah, life, right? Where, I mean, where, if it's wrapped where, a few times around right, your neck. neck. <laughs> it sounds like the mob. That might that <laughs> put an anchor yeah. around your neck. Yeah, are you wearing concrete shoes? Ex- I mean, <laughs> Exactly. No, but what, I what think, if you were the anchor? Oh, man, we've got another yeah, show. See, we can't well, talk about that today. That's a whole I, other show. I love the stability oh, man. of anchors. So what anchors oh. me in my life? Uh, certainly, I look at my history, and I think of the anchor as a foundation. I also think my faith, my faith anchors me. It gives me principles on how I live. It doesn't answer every question, detail, 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 but it yeah. gives me parameters on how I that live. That was another very popular answer on social media, yeah. is a lot of people said that I'm anchored in God, I'm anchored in, in faith. I mean, we could have a whole, we could have yet another show on, because I, I know we, we have a part of our audience that uh, it believes in God, has a relationship with God. We have another part of our audience that I would say they're atheists, yeah, they don't believe no. that. And then most people are in the middle, anywhere from agnostic all the way to, yeah, maybe, kind of, but I don't understand Well, the great thing about that is that everybody has a worldview and an anchor, uh, whether it's a theistic one or not. It's true. Everyone, You have one, folks. You have one. There's a code that you go by, and that code may be you, that code may be greater than you. I think the willingness to examine, okay, what principles are I'm basing how I live my life on? Yeah, what are your... And and maybe your principles are based on, on faith in God. Yeah. Maybe they're based well, on I, something else. I hear from people all the time, well, I'm a moral person and I don't believe in God. And I often ask, so what are you basing your morals yeah. are? And they find other things to, get, yeah. to be the anchor. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe in the uh, do unto others as you do on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So other things that we get anchored to, we get anchored to material things. You get anchored to your house. There's a lot of, like, so well, I'm a homebody. Well, guess what? But yeah. you're anchored to the comfort of your own home. Uh, some people get anchored to their car. Generally speaking, if you're just getting anchored to material things, you could be anchored to a lifestyle, meaning you're willing to work 80 hours a week just to keep that lifestyle going. And then there's sacrifice involved in that. But your your anchor of your lifestyle is bigger because then we get into another conversation of different sizes of anchors, yeah, right? That's that's putting your uh, your anchor in material things is just. Uh, um, it's dangerous because you can come home one day, your house can be gone, the stock yep. market goes up, the stock market goes down. Yep. And quite frankly, there's really just never enough. Mm. Um, there's this never-ending search to fulfill ourselves with things. Yeah. Um, Madison Avenue has made a, an industry out of making you dissatisfied with the things you bought yesterday. That's very true. <laughs> That's for, and and uh, while we're talking about career and, and, and working so much, a lot, of, a lot of you listening to us right now, you're anchored by your career. Yes. You're spending more time in your career than anywhere else in your life. You think about your career more than you think about anything else in your yeah. life. And clearly, you know, someone would give us the argument, well, it's quality over quantity. Yeah, I do spend a whole lot of time in my career. But it's like, well, there's the size of the anchor, though, right? If you are anchored in your career, that's cool. What's next? Well, why? The- Having worked uh, uh, for a number of years with uh, very successful people at the end of their lives, something that I've gleaned is if you are what you do, then who are you when you no longer do it? Yeah. We take these titles on. Great, great, great question. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. You will not be able to do your... And I've seen people struggle Mm -hmm. at that point in their life when you have to let go of who you were. The things that matter often are the people that are in your life, the relationships that you have. Absolutely. So if you build your life on things, someone said a God is the thing you look at and say, save me. Ooh. That what, does be, that, what does that mean to you? That could be your children. That that could be your bank account. It could be your 401 say The thing you think is going to 
give you security, mm. purpose, and meaning, that's your God. Yep. That's very, it's very true. And hopefully it's not something that can be taken away from you or be removed. I mean, that's we another really great point is, are you anchoring yourself in something that could easily be taken away from you? Sometimes we do it with people, and this is mm. where this jealousy comes mm -hmm. from, that you'll take your affection, your love for me. Uh, the job, the pink slip, you know, you, you walk into work one day and we no longer need you because we've gotten a robot. To I've, do your I've job. said this on the show a couple times. Everything in this world can be taken from you, yeah. Steve, except for yeah. one thing. There's only one thing in our entire world life right. that cannot be taken from us. Do you know what it is? Just one thing. Your ability to respond. <laughs> kind of, kind yeah. of. Your it's attitude. what we think. Oh, it's what I think. No one can ever take that away from you. They can take away your house. They can take away your family. I say they, like they, they could take themselves yeah. away, right? Yeah. All these things could just go away today. But My, the thing that's not going away is what you control in your head. That was very powerful. I mean, we could do another episode on that. The moment I realized that um, life was not just happening to me, that I had the ability to respond. Mm. Quite frankly, I had the responsibility to respond. People don't do things to you. You allow people um, to rent space in your head and the ability to let go and to move forward. So are these um, anchors cool. things that people have put on us? Oh, I think daily people try to anchor us. People try to anchor oh, us a great point. In, in unforgiveness and in bitterness and mm. people attach things mm. to you. That's why I think meditation and, and time alone mm -hmm. gives you an opportunity to say to yourself, what am I holding on to that needs to let go? I'm a, Most people don't think about that, though, I'm Stephen. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Most people don't ever think about that. <laughs> I... I can collect stuff. By the way, you're, there's a lot of people listening to us, so it's no, not going to be I a secret this was, yeah, Hey, okay. JJ, you said it was me there's a lot of people in looking. the studio. Just be you careful. these would keep my head warm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I collect stuff. I like things. But if I'm not careful, I can look around me and my space is cluttered. Yeah. I think that happens here, and I think that happens here. In if your heart, not, in your head. If we're not careful, we mm -hmm. collect uh, offenses. Uh, we collect, and it's very important to take a time and look around and look within. Yeah. And what do I need to let go? Yeah. Taking inventory of your anchors. Gosh, yeah. I mean, this could be, this could be a major exercise in your life. Is because everything we come in contact with, to a certain extent, is going to either draw us in or repel us. Um, it could be a tiny little anchor, or it could be this massive anchor that yeah. we're, we're trying to drag with us everywhere we go, and it actually doesn't need to go everywhere we yeah. go. Um, yeah. And remember, because if you're, if you're just joining us now, anchors aren't designed to bring you down. Yeah. Anchors are designed to keep you steady. Yeah. Travel light. People are yeah. weighted down. I mean, if I had to say that there was one thing I, I see all over, people are anxious. Yeah. There's a level of uncertainty in the air that has everybody on edge, and that's not good. That actually takes us right into our next phase of the show, which is how anchoring can hold you back. Yeah. And number one on this list that we've created is that we believe something or someone needs to be a certain way. So we're talking about that whole holding you down and keeping you steady yeah. is a lot of times we will anchor people that now now we're really talking about us being the anchor here yeah. is that we will anchor people in situations so that it needs to be our way or the highway yeah. and then it gets really anxious this is getting to your anxiety point we yeah. get anxious when it's not going that direction wow. it it's been predetermined by us you need to be a certain way or this situation needs to be a certain way, and when it starts to fall apart, 
you start to fall apart. That's very, very dangerous. Well, you put your hope in, in other people. I mean, people, places, and things. I, yeah. I realize that uh, it's above my pay grade. Yep. I can't control people, places, or things. So um, I think we give too, people too much power. I think it's important to take your power back. How do we get it back? I mean, if we're giving away, if, if, if we're giving it away and these people are anchoring us into life, how do we, how do we pull that anchor up? Well, you know, you, one, you have to own you. Okay. I, 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 I'm not, I love people and I welcome people into my life, but I'm very careful. Someone said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm. Very powerful statement. You become the people you associate with. Yeah. And if you know the direction that you're going in, if people are not encouraging or building you up, you know, someone said also, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong you've room. And you've proven yourself. You're proving <laughs> yeah. yourself wrong. You're in the wrong <laughs> If you room. think you're the smartest, you're the, you've proven yourself wrong. Uh, right? My friends tend to uh, aspire, um, inspire me to live a better life. Yes. I, I like to call them true no-offs. My buddies point me in the direction um, that I I think we do that to each other with yes. iron sharpens iron. You must have been reading ahead here, Stephen, because how another way that anchoring can hold us back is anchors keep us stuck in the past and the present. Yeah. There is such a thing as being stuck in the present. And yeah. you and you just nailed it. Yeah. That anchors and this is this is not just a a theoretical discussion. There is something called anchoring bias, which mm -hmm. we talked about at the top of the show. That will keep you stuck exactly where you're at because you're determining everything today based on something that's happened oh. in the past. Well. And what that starts, if, if these anchors start to pile up, if all this starts to pile up, mm -hmm. you become very blinded to your potential. You become very blinded to your future. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I know Stephen, they're they're thirty, they're forty, they're fifty, they're sixty, and they ask themselves the question: I can't believe I'm still where I am yeah. Yeah. from ten years ago. It's you are so. And people say I'm stuck in the past. I mean, there's something very psychological about that. It's well, absolutely true because you've anchored yeah. yourself in the past. Well, people use words like always. I'll always be like this. I'll always, I've always been like this. Yeah. That's an anchor. Yes. I, I, I always, uh, you know, this is in my DNA. I will always, you're, uh, there's real power in words, and I think people sort of speak uh, negative words. I think we, we got to be careful we can speak these over children, too. So one of the ways that we can anchor ourselves for the future, we just got a comment on Facebook Live that I love from Greg, is I refer to my personal core values as my anchors. Yeah, yeah. What am I coming back to that is steady I love that. in my life? And and most people don't know their core values. Well, and people most don't people, do when an they inventory. Do them, they don't do an inventory of core no. values. And, and every decision could and should be made around your core well, values. I, so I love this house and I love this studio. Uh, there's certain uh, structures that can't be moved, mm -hmm. supporting walls. There's a building called the Wexel Center okay. uh, and a school, and it's a postmodern building. So nothing in the building makes sense. There's staircases that go Sounds nowhere. Sounds like life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the postmodern, and what they're trying to say is it doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. And an architect went there, and they showed him this building, and he said, tell me, did they do the same thing with the foundation? Oh. No. Because they couldn't. Because the foundation needs to support nice. you. And that's your what core value. Story. They have to support you. There has to be some anchors. And I, I recommend that people do what Greg did, yeah. which is sit down and say, what are my core values? Yep. It may be three, it may be one, or you may be stuck saying, wow, mm. I don't have any. Mm -hmm. But don't we always have? 
Oh, we do. Something. But they're if, sub, they're if, subconscious. We have, if we aren't anchored to them, it might be survival. They can shift like the winds, the the, the, wind, the sands in the wind, right? It, it could be the chameleon. It could be survival. It Actually, be, it turns it turns it turns into whatever feels good for you in the moment. Well, really, well, that's where we're at. Well, as a society, it's you know we have eight billion opinions. So the question <laughs> for our audience today is. What can you anchor yourself to today that is future-based, mm. not sticking with the easy anchors, which is this is all the experience I've, I've been through? I mean, Stephen, I spend um, almost my entire day in my career talking with people that do what they do today simply because they've always done it this no, way. It no. is their ingrained behaviors. It's the skills that they've developed Rarely do I get the privilege to work with someone that is future-based, meaning like, I, in fact, I was with one of, one of my best clients yesterday going through extreme growth in their, I mean, they're a 10X company. Love I mean, it's, and we're talking, uh, we're talking nine figures kind of business yeah. here, right? And a manager in that company, when they get put into a, a position of leadership, yeah. they are only good for that position for maybe six to eight months because things are changing so fast. I mean, we're talking about people that cannot afford to anchor themselves in who they were a year ago. Very few people think that way. Well, information and technology is duplicating so fast. Truth of the matter is, is you have to be forward thinking. Yeah. If I live to be, half my life is pretty much over. I well, say that's one way to think about it. Live with the end, <laughs> the end in mind. I'm living forever. What 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 is what is your legacy? Yeah. What do you want said about you? I've, where do you want to go? Have you done go? the eulogy exercise where you write your own eulogy? Oh no no. Oh no, yeah, no. you should do this. I got it from a book by Michael Hyatt called Living Forward. Yeah. And the exercise is to write your eulogy. And oh, by yeah. the way. I do believe it'll come in handy if I die early, because yeah. then whoever does my eulogy will just be able to I pull it that. out and, I love and, that. And, and read it. But what you do is you really decide what you want to be known for. That's which, exactly it. Which if you're if you're writing it that far in advance, then you will realize it's it's about the impact you've had on other people. Well, you really do need a plan. You need yeah. a plan. What do you want said about you? What do you want your legacy? What do you want people? You know, I want to live a life where people don't have to make up good things about me so, when I die. So Greg Cox is back on Facebook. Oh, He's got he? another one for us. Yeah. Your stretch anchor is a desired future anchor. Ooh. Now, Greg, I don't I don't know if you coined that phrase or not, or if we get to coin it here today. I guess we'll split we'll, yeah, we'll split we'll, uh, royalties we'll give you, on this. We'll give you credit. We just spent. But, but we you have know a stretch the great anchor. thing about an anchor, and this is wonderful. I like you, it. When you throw an anchor out, yeah, you don't pull land to you. You pull you to it. Hmm. So That's whatever facet, you anchor, yep. whatever you anchor yourself in, it's stronger than you. Yeah. You don't pull land to you. The anchor's you always pull stronger the, than you us. You pull the boat to if, land. If, if we were stronger than the anchor, we wouldn't need it. Exactly. So exactly. We, ha- we, we have to depend on something with much greater strength than ours. And it needs to be immovable. Mm, I love it. So here's another, another way that anchoring can hold you back. It's your entire life can be based on, ne- on, on positive or negative anchors from your entire past. Yeah. Like your yeah. your whole life is based yeah. on these anchors because they didn't put on you. People are hurting. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the, the reality is that people are hurting and hurt people hurt people. And we have a society, people have overcome some really 
major stuff. Yeah. That being said, I think the human spirit, the ability to overcome obstacles is great. I think part of that is just examining mm -hmm. what has not served me, what is holding me back. I'm not my history. Most people don't know that, and they feel like they need to get a counselor to figure that out. But mm -hmm. I think most people don't take the time to really think about that. Should That could easily, if you're a big journal, are you a journaler? Do you journal? Yeah, I do, yeah, I, 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 I do, I do too. Yeah. I, I try to journal every single morning. And uh, it's amazing when you start to write things down, what starts to, uh, it reminds me, all the great writers like Stephen King, that, that, yeah. well, uh, let me back up. All the great <laughs> writers that have written books about writing yeah. say the same thing. Your writers write. I, I write to figure out what I think. I think out loud. And, and, <laughs> and these things are major contributions. These anchors are major contributions to who we are today. Wouldn't we want to identify them? And if they're positive, yeah. embrace them. If they're uh, negative, to pull them well, up and start to move forward in our life. Uh, there was a time in my life when I had to examine my life, my background, my past. I mean, I come from the inner city. Dad wasn't in the home. There were all of these things that I could have used to hold me back. Yeah, I was born into circumstances. That's, can that we stop there? We all have plenty of things that we can use to hold us back. Oh, yeah. We I, and that's things. for our audience. I know that's your story. Oh. But I think that's our audience's story. And, well, I, I think the story is universal, and you need to examine what – it could be affluence. I mean, it doesn't have to be my circumstances. It, it, it helped. But at some point, I had to take responsibility for tomorrow. Mm. Um, your life changes on one decision. I can't change my past, but I can change my future today. But if I don't know Absolutely. that my past is holding me back, then I'll never examine. Sometimes you have to look back yep. to move forward. Yep. You have to examine what is it. You know, it's funny. If there was a smell on the bottom of my shoe and I was coming around you, you know, what's that? <laughs> is that you, JJ? <laughs> no. So, so if I'm constantly feeling like I'm being held back at some point I need to examine and say, and yeah. I think you need to, the unexamined life is a waste. You'll get to the end. I've never been with anyone at the deathbed who says, I, I regret it not yeah. examining. Well, let's, let's, let's start to list off these things that we uh, should be doing with anchors in our life. And I think that's the, 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 the first one, maybe the biggest one, is to examine what are the anchors that we're... Yeah. What, what are we anchoring that's ourselves to? You can, you can study your own finances and determine what you're anchored yeah. to. If, you're, if your family is spending uh, $3,000 a month, yeah. but you're only bringing in $2,000 a month, yeah. you got some mismanaged uh, anchors right there, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, and, and on the other side, what, if, if, you're, um, if you're bringing in $10,000 a month... Uh, what, are you, what are you doing with your money? Yeah. What are you doing with it? I love that you, uh, you know, corporations have a, a life motto, uh, a corporate motto. I think families mm -hmm. should have them too. Mm. What is this family anchored in? What are our core values as a family? And I think they need to be expressed to everyone within that family. What are the things that make us? Um, you'd be doing your kids a really great gift to, to do this exercise. You know, I think with what Greg said earlier, if we viewed our core values as core anchors, yeah. they would probably have more meaning and impact in people's life yeah. because we spend a whole lot of time in our training sessions identifying and labeling and listing core values. Mm -hmm. But most people, most of the time, and I'll even put myself in this, Stephen, we aren't looking at them. We aren't living by them as no, much as we want no. to, which they, some they of it's very to, natural. They it's, need to be in front of you. It's easy to pick a core value and an anchor that is already in our wheelhouse, right? 
Like if we're if we're already a very honest person, and you say, "Well, a core value is honesty." Well, that's kind of an easy core value. But are you picking anchors? Are you picking core values that you feel very uncomfortable thinking you can actually obtain that as a as a core value? Well, what's the most important part of any structure? The foundation. The foundation. Yeah. See how far you can go up is determined by how low you go down. That's true. Broad Street right now, and they're building, MCV, they're building a new hospital. They've gone 10 stories down, Yeah, which tells me that that building is going to be tall. So how deep are you going, folks? In your own life. To build your future up. I love it. Uh, And and on this this theme, another thing that you could do and should be doing uh, is set up larger anchors in your life isn't isn't yeah. just saying I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go have this but you have to find a way to make it even more meaningful yeah. in your life and sometimes that's based on other people sometimes yeah. that's based on your faith sometimes that's based on big audacious goals that you have but a lot of times we aren't just it's not a it's not a positive negative thing Stephen it's a small big thing well, we're just anchoring in tiny things two is I want to live out my potential. I think the universe, I think God has put great potential in me, Mm. and I don't want to waste it. The other one is that I want to make an impact on lives. We individually and collectively have the power to impact people for better or for worse. I want to leave the planet better than I I came here. And and life is also designed to um, test all of that. Yeah. One of the quotes that is ours now, because I couldn't find yeah. who, who who actually said it, so we're going to actually say it. Yeah. Storms of life prove the strength of our anchor. Yeah, it does. And we, most people live a life of trying to avoid the storms in yeah. life. Folks, sometimes you you have to test your anchor. They say boats aren't made for the harbor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you, you have to know what you're made of. You have to know what you're capable of. Otherwise, you're going to be that person in your 50s and your 60s and your 70s. Yeah. That just have a lot of regrets in your life. Yeah, regrets. You really have no idea what you're made. I don't. I don't know what I'm made of. I, I shared with you some news that's still private, but yeah, I shared with that with, yeah. with before the show of something just really gargantua that's happening in 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 our life right now, and it's a huge positive thing. But man, it's a storm. Well, I mean, it's a big, big storm, storm, and I got to make sure my anchors are tight. Well, I, bro. Think, I think you'll weather the storm. Um, and just looking back, I see that. Adversity and the storms of my life have made me stronger. Absolutely. I mean, you don't test it. It it had to be tested. I'm grateful. Well, I'm glad that it tested you to the point where you could make it onto the great people wow. show. Because wow. our time is coming to an end There's here. There's some great people out there. See, and we're not the great people. No, no. We're, we're you just here are on the, the great journey. people. Y'all are the great people. Thank you for watching. And I want to thank you for being here with us in our anytime, studio, sacrificing anytime, some time. Anytime, oh, I'm getting a Stephen hung right here on, on the video. Uh, I was um, blessed to be introduced to him by our friend Jonathan, and um, we've had a great friendship ever since. And I could just you're a huge blessing for other people. Every time around you and there's a third person, you're blessing them. Thank so you. I'm just glad thank to be around that. You. And we want to thank our, our audience for being here with us week in after week and every Thursday morning. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, really any podcast listener you, you, you have. And just keep listening because we're here for you folks. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week 